Hey guys, it's Aoife and it's Shakira and, and welcome, welcome back, back to the Little Fish, Fish Big Pond Podcast. Podcast. Yay. <laughs> today we have a special guest on today. Dun, Say dun, hi. Dun. Hello. It's Hamish. <laughs> it's Hamish Smith. It's my boyfriend. He's hey. on the podcast. Ooh, yeah. Finally. He's been mentioned too many times not to be on. Doing the podcast. And was, in, and, and was silently in the back of the last one. To, oh, no, one, one before. One the one before last, yeah. Yeah, he had a little mention. Yeah. A little, bit of a mention. Yeah. And we are yeah. also joined by Frankie. Yes. Frankie the dog. Frankie the puppy who... Frankie, are you going to say anything? It's probably going to be a naughty puppy for Hi this guys, whole thing. Hi it's Frankie. Thanks for having me on. Oh, Frankie. Oh, you what a Cheeky muffin. <laughs> <laughs> um, Frankie's going to be telling us a lot, teaching us a lot in this podcast as well. So Yeah. <laughs> We're excited. Um, um, this morning... We yeah. made... It was quite romantic. Well, romantic. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> made the pancakes. <laughs> we made pancakes. Uh, we chip pancakes. Them up, which um, I always screw pancakes up. So it's been a good morning. It has been a pretty good morning. And Shakira, what is the... What's the... What's the podcast today? Oh, so, we need to do... Oh, okay. Wait a second. Yes. We need to do... Hamish's minute. His minute. His minute. We need a yeah, minute so, song. But anyway, we'll get we to that We do need later a minute song. Yes. We'll Guys, quickly, we, we talked about merch. Would anyone think merch Buy. is a good idea or no? We're not buying it. Give it we're we'll giving give it away. It <laughs> just to wear it, just to support. Um, just let to us know. get our brand out there. If anyone's like designers, wants to make some up, that would be amazing. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, designers. Yeah. Hamish. Okay, Hamish. A lot to talk about. So we're going to give him his minute to introduce himself. All right. Okay, Alrighty. ready? Three, two, one. All right. Good morning. My name is Hamish Smith. Uh, I am fortunate enough to be the boyfriend of the very famous and beautiful Shakira Bell. Um, I was born in Darwin of North, on the Northern Territory in Australia. Um, I've had the fortune of traveling to several different countries throughout my childhood, thanks to my father's profession in mining. Um, I have lived in countries such as uh, Papua New Guinea, uh, New Zealand, Indonesia, Vietnam, all across Australia. Uh, so I've had a very blessed childhood. Um, in 2016, I started uh, schooling at Aji College. I graduated there in, 28, in 2019. Um, ever since then, I have been living at home with my mother and my sister, going to QUT, studying a Bachelor of Secondary Education and a Bachelor of Business Management. And quote. Yeah. A yeah, quote. A quote. A quote. Um, if you can make a positive change in somebody's life every day, you're well on the way to making the world a better place. Hell yeah! Woo! And that was so perfect. That, that was quote really like, good. Wow! Oh I'm my gosh, that. that that could well and truly have been the best minute. Like that was so really perfect. <laughs> so perfectly timed. You've waited twelve yeah. episodes to have me on, and I just smack it straight away. <laughs> yeah. Three hosts? Question mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, Definitely. yeah, because Ham- Hamish mentioned in like his minute that you've travelled heaps. Yeah, a fair, a fair bit. A fair yes. bit. Though that's the whole topic of this podcast. And that's the topic of the podcast. Yeah. So we're going to talk about travelling countries, moving around all the time. Yeah, especially in childhood because I have no Multiculturalism. idea. Multiculturalism, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Never settling as well, kind yeah. of. Like, yeah. It's also the, you think like, oh, moving around countries, that's great. But then it also comes with probably those um, cons of never Not feeling settled people. for ages. Yeah, it's like, because mm. throughout my childhood, we... I, the longest I've stayed in one place would be in Papua New Guinea. I stayed there for four and a half to five years whilst I was I was only a really young kid then. I was probably between the ages of like uh, maybe three to eight years old, sometime around then. And um, that was the only the longest place, the longest time I stayed at one place before. So when I 
we lived in Indonesia, we were only there for like 18 months. Vietnam, we were only there for like a year. Um, New Zealand, we were like, we have family over in New Zealand um, as well. So we were like, we were tossing and turning up and up and down the islands in New Zealand, but we were um, stationary one in the top of the, top of the south, top, top of the south island in New Zealand for about two or so years. Um, we just say, so yeah, we never really stayed for one at one place for a, a long amount of time. But yeah, like I said, ever since I started boarding school at Najib, that was the I stayed there for four years, graduated in twenty nineteen, and I've just been in Brisbane ever since. So I feel like the the whole sense of being grounded in like one community really kind of started in Brisbane, and that's why I just really enjoyed living in Brisbane. So nice, oh yeah. damn, that was went yeah above and beyond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh great. My <laughs> oh my god, straight into it. Wow, I'm I'm honestly shook because I keep forgetting that you haven't been here your whole life. Yeah, and like I don't know, I just I, I always just assume that you did you speak different languages i did yes i don't remember them all off by heart uh i was i was t- saying to some of my work colleagues last night shout out to those who are peacekeepers and some of you who, who are listening at the moment yeah. um i accidentally i didn't accidentally said i said uh terimakasi which means thank you in indonesian um and someone's like what did you just say i was like i i, I said terimakasi means thank you in indonesian and they go yeah, but like, why did you say it? It's like, oh, it's just something I used to say because obviously my family lived in Indonesia and we use some of the Indonesian dialect. I say dialect, the language whilst we were over there. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of something that sticks in your head, especially for those of you who are listening who may have had childhoods growing up in foreign countries. Mm. You kind of just like have, you develop those kind of motives and like those day-to-day things that you do uh, in <clears throat> in other countries that you may use in the countries that you live in at the moment. So you may have lived in like Denmark or you're living in England at the moment and you use like you speak danish whilst you're in uh whilst you're in like london or something it's just a habit that you develop so yeah mm. growing up learning all those different languages like vietnamese and uh papua new guinean and, Viet- uh, and um indonesian a little bit of cambodian as well um you kind of like gain those uh that kind of knowledge and you it still kind of sticks with you like you obviously you don't know the entire language <laughs> no. obviously but like you keep those small little sayings that you use every day that you kind of remember and you use every so yeah yeah mm. hot damn <laughs> in terms of, like the culture mm. did you do you take things into your like in living in australia yeah it's obviously not as strong a culture as like where you've been well, it's a different culture. it's a different culture but... it's very different yeah um because obviously whilst I'll, I'll one particular example in vietnam um i was living in the town known as hoi an which is kind of like in the middle of vietnam um and that's kind of like the more because you have Ho Chi Minh City, which is like the very big city, which is like at the south of Vietnam, I believe that's the capital. Um, and then you go to the very top uh, at Da Nang, I think, uh, is the the next biggest city in Vietnam. But um, where I was at Hoi An, it was kind of it was just like like a riverside town, nothing too major. Like there was markets, there was international schools. One of them that I went to only had about twenty students, and it was a it was operate owned and operated by. Um, the local Vietnamese uh, educators, and then it was based on the Cambridge system as well. So it was like growing up, obviously, you learn different variations of education if you go to different international schools around the world. Mm. But um, in terms of like the culture, of this at this um where I lived in Vietnam, it's like it was very obviously very different, very vast what we have in Australia because mm. a lot of people they're not advanced. Like obviously, the one big thing in terms of like economic culture, it's like you you walk outside you don't see people driving cars you see them driving little mopeds around it's so so sick and like you don't even really need a license to drive them over there so like i would i would get on the moped and drive down to the shop or ride down to the shop shall i say oh maybe like 12 13 nice it's like a having a scooter (laughs) in australia 
<laughs> Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. That's insane. Like, oh. that whole sense of culture. And, like, even the people over there are just comparing, like, how nice they are. Like, if you accidentally do something, they're the one that are really apologetic. Even mm. if, if you're the one that's at fault, they're the one that are, like, really apologetic. And mm-hmm. the people are just so nice. The the everything is so ridiculously cheap over there mm. the living is incredible the like experiences that you can gain um the you obviously gain a real sense of internationalism if you're living yeah. overseas um especially for me at least in my family being from so many different countries we were what's called an expat family so yeah. we were like we were um obviously you might know um, yeah uh, as well, either. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. A family that comes from like a foreign country, or mm. I say foreign country, another country, and then it's like come to live in one place after being in all sorts of different countries as well. Mm. Um, yeah, you kind of develop that sense of nationalism, and it's like, okay, well, you've already experienced different cultures before and whatnot, so mm. you kind of have like, you, you have a very good judge of character, and like, you have like a really good sense of understanding of where certain other countries are in the world in terms of their like economic capital mm. or like just their the government yeah the government mm. and whatnot or just like their, their everyday manners that they use like mm. yeah. um there's certain traditions like say in um vietnam there a lot of people would walk around just with no shoes because it was just the thing that they do or like in indonesia people would even though it'd be 40 30 40 degrees there every day people would just walk around in jeans and a long sleeve shirt and boil their boil their bodies off because <laughs> it was just everything that everyone did no one wore shorts or a shirt unless you were a tourist which was me the majority of the time but you can't it's like yeah you develop that real sense of like nationalism like i've been saying before did so. you did you find it hard that when you moved you may have been accustomed to you know i guess manners or a way of living in a certain country and then you move and you're still yes. trying yeah you're trying to adapt to a new way yeah it's really hard to adapt the- it the is, ways yeah. Of the past country. But, like, I feel it's, like, it's the same thing. I'm studying education, and it's, yeah. like, it, we're currently, we were learning about, like, applying prior knowledge to new future situations. Yeah. It's the same mm. thing in terms of, like, what you have learned in overseas in different cultures you can apply in your culture. Mm. Um, like, whether it can be, like, manners or, like, different kind of things you have to respect, such as, like, the traditions of different cultures or, like, mm. say, if you're talking about... I don't know when you went to Germany, Shakira. There would have been different kind of um, traditions and stuff that you had to yeah. have respected whilst you're over there, and stuff that they did, which may seem a bit different for you, but it's just like the everyday norm for people. Yeah, who live there. I was just thinking a lot of that is like unsaid. Like you don't go there, and yeah. you have someone tell you, you kind of have to mm. pick it up. But surely that takes, um, you know, a couple of months at least to yeah, especially to get as a kid as well. Like, as did you really understand? Like, kind of understand, yeah, understand what was going on? Or at the time, I didn't really understand what was going on. Um, but obviously as I grew older and my parents were there for me, um, and obviously being in the, the, the multicultural international schools, the, they had, they really taught me a sense of understanding of Mm -hmm. like different kinds of countries and like what their cultural norms are, what they're like, their unspoken rules or whatnot, like, like an understanding of what that, what they consider to be normal in their country or what they consider to be, um, not normal to, to say so mm-hmm. you really kind of do gain an understanding because I was at such a young age me and my sister as well shout out to you Olivia if you're listening yeah. um, but we both really kind of gained an understanding for you know what it means to respect different people's cultures and whatnot and like learn so about important. how different parts of the world are different to where we live living at the moment like do you think that's made you now like a lot more I guess accepting and like oh, culturally my. aware mm. person yeah. most definitely yeah um because last year I was um I was working uh, at Nudgee in, in a boarding school the same place that I went to boarding school and um I was um 
was so fortunate enough to know a lot of the boys uh, come from different backgrounds. Like we had kids from Dubai. Uh, shout out to you, Casey, if you're listening as well. <laughs> um, kids from Papua New Guinea, which is where I've been before. Kids from Indonesia, China, America, Europe. Um, one bloke who was in my grade when I graduated, we had him from Ukraine. Um, there was just so many different places that you can, like, obviously in a boarding school, no one person is from the same place. Everyone's different. That's That's just, that's society in general as well. Um, But gaining like that whole understanding of like, you know, everyone's different. Everyone has a different Mm -hmm. kind of cultural background and know what people know what it is important. Yeah. Yeah, Different kind of um, life, life goals and whatnot. People like, oh, so curious. I want to be an engineer when I grow up and people be like, oh, I just, I'll just be happy to be there and provide for my family. I know people Mm -hmm. like friends from school who were from Samoa, they would just be like, oh, I really want to help try and make a difference for my family back in Samoa or like anywhere else in the world who, where they may not be the most, um, most benefited from like the government and whatnot. So, so where did you live before you went to Nudgee to board? Uh, where was I before I was at Nudgee? Um, <laughs> too many places. Yeah. Too many places. <laughs> I was, I was in Cairns. So the, the place I was Cairns at. is so fun. Cairns, Cairns is not, I no, it's Cairns. not. I but love from Cairns. Cairns. You may think, oh yeah, Cairns is the shit. It's, sorry. Cairns is not. It's, I love Cairns. Why do you love Cairns? It's gorgeous. Okay. But hot. Absolutely. To be fair, I live, I live there on and off for like, good five six years yeah so i was there for oh, a good while you? yeah you, you went back to cairns for holidays and stuff oh. that's where we went for holidays because there's no way in hell i would have gone back to indonesia because we lived on like a mountain like four thousand feet above sea level and it was freezing cold up there Wait, in indonesia yeah oh we no, we didn't live in bali that's cool we lived on the island the of png but it was still in indonesia so oh my god no okay that is really you, cool so, this is this is so interesting do you does your has your childhood and growing up and like moving around mm. has that made you want to stay in a place for the rest of your life or, or has it made you want to do traveling. the same thing yeah it's a really good question because Eva. you think that for you growing up mm. you would you would be unsettled saying staying stagnant saying still yeah. all the time because you're so used to cultural changes and new experiences and new like do you know what i mean it nearly feel yeah. like you'd get bored staying in one yeah. place because you're so used to that i yeah. i i to be when you say you get used to it yeah. i i don't get used to Actually, no, I do. I, I my, Me and my family did get used to, like, moving every 18 months or whatnot. Like, mm. since the time we... Since the time I graduated, um, as of the end of June this year, we would have moved to at least three different houses. So, we, we're always on the move for some reason, my family. And <laughs> yeah. it's just... I kind of get that sense of, like, okay, yeah, well, we'll move all around the gaff and we'll go wherever we really need to go and just, you know, in order to survive and, like, live a happy life and whatnot and, like, provide for the family. Mm. But... That kind of sense of like moving around in my childhood, it like I did gain. It's like oh, we're moving again. There's nothing out of the usual. It's like I I did expect it. Yeah. And yeah. obviously, it's like resilience. Yeah. Yeah. Builds resilience. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like okay, well, we're going somewhere else again. We've got to build a whole new lifestyle. Is like make really new friends. Hard? It yeah. it was challenging at the time. Oh like I couldn't imagine. That's why I feel like Nudgy was really good for me. Sorry, you guys. I know you guys no. don't really want me to talk about this. <laughs> No, it's, no. it's like for, for me, Nudgy was probably one of the best like experiences That's, yeah. I could do. Makes sense though. It's it was, like when you went there, there was some stability. There was, yeah, a, yeah. I had to say it was a brotherhood. Yeah, like, there, it, had, it was. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to use the word, but <laughs> I had there, to explain no, it. You're, you're, you're not wrong, Eva. There was there was that whole sense of like mateship, and there was like a place that a you could call home away yeah. from home. That's what boarding school was to me. Everyone's like, oh, boarding school. You're just going away to a prison for three months of the year, then coming home for holidays. It's just like no, it's like a family when you go there it's it was amazing the first time in your life that you've 
because most people think of boarding school as or going away from home, but mm. it was the first time you like you probably felt home yeah. like, there. Truly yeah. Home. yeah, yeah. Like when I like when I first went, I was like, okay, this is the first time I'm really gonna be by myself in my life. I went there when I was like f- 2016. I would have been like 14 years old or something. Um, At your whole teenage years, yeah. you were by yourself. Like pretty much, essentially had to be dependent. Yeah, emotionally, like you, I know you got like food and like yeah. you got supported, <laughs> but like dependent in terms yeah. of yeah, it was just you. You had to make all it your own decisions. Grow up, yeah. Yeah. You like had to grow when, up yourself. That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I was like dropped off and like mum said like goodbye and everything. I remember that day so vividly. I cried like a little Aww. little baby whilst I was going to sleep. Yeah. and I wasn't the only person there. I started in grade nine in one of the junior dorms. Um, and like, there was so many kids around me as well who were experiencing the same thing. But like, like you were saying before about resilience, Aoife, mm-hmm. like over time you do build up that resilience to like, not necessarily like block out your family, but like but- you learn to live without them. It's like, okay, yeah. I'm like, I know my way around Brisbane. I know like, you know, just simple things like I know how to get to this train station or city. I know yeah. how to get to the city or I know where I can go if I'm in trouble or like, I know where family are, I know where friends are and all that. It's like, it builds that kind of resilience and then. Once I graduated, I felt like, okay, I have the life skills I need to succeed in myself. Mm-hmm. I know that I have that self-determination to do well in university. I the have... Persistence. Yeah, the yeah. persistence, the resilience, um, the common knowledge to, like, get around. If I'm ever lost, I'll be like, okay, oh, I know where this road is. Oh, okay, this will lead me to Gimpy Road or something. Then I can go to, like, Champside Police Station if I'm lost or whatnot. Like, yes. you kind of build up that sense of, like, common sense and direction and whatnot. So it's really, like, you have to. Like, essentially, mm-hmm. like, as, I know this sounds dramatic, but it, it is, like, a survival skill because yeah. it's, like... W- Yes, I know I'm not going to see my family for a year, but I have two choices. I can mm. be constantly sad about it, yeah. or as or sad harsh. as it sounds, yeah. I can block it out a bit exactly and not think about it. That is exactly, and I feel really bad yeah. looking back on it now, but it's like it, it was the best thing for yeah. me to do. And I will say, um, it is a little bit of a sad topic to touch on, but halfway through grade 12, I found out that my parents were getting divorced. So, mm-hmm. as you can imagine, that would have been a pretty tough time for me. Yeah. But because I was doing so well in my, it was in my senior year as well. And like I was doing, I was like I was doing well for my OP. I was mm-hmm. like I had several different leadership roles at Nudgy. I was like extracurricular yeah. activities. I was doing sports. I was doing like social justice stuff. Mm-hmm. I was doing all these different things to like help me, you know, focus on my life here than rather what's happening at yeah. you know hitting at home. I think, I think yeah. it's like if you even didn't have Nudgy at that time with that like provided you with all those different avenues mm. you may have like crumbled more yeah. but because you felt so supported Cause, and you cause, yeah because there's all those different connections that you have it's like okay well if i have these connections it's like i know that i'm safe here there's people i can talk to there's people i can rely on everyone's like oh nudgy this nudgy that it's like it's on it was honestly one of the best yeah. choices my parents have ever made for me in my life because wow. they provided me they obviously they didn't completely shape me but like they nudgy as a school has like shaped me to be the person I am today and hopefully they will like what I learned there I can apply in my future practices when I complete my education degree and become a teacher um or like if I ever work in any kind of like other environment surrounding people I the quote that I live off like I said at the beginning if I can make a positive effect in other people's Mm -hmm. days then you're well on the world to you're well on the way to making the world a better place um if I can kind of like live through that for the rest of my life, then I feel like I can help kind of other kids that are in mm. that situation or other people that are in that same kind of situation. Young, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like, yeah, like younger people who are like, oh yeah, I don't live with my parents mm. anymore. Like they're divorced or they don't have enough money to like supply me or like... Mm-hmm. Or they're even just boarding. They're coming mm. to board and they're yeah. finding yeah. that such a big change. Yeah, it's like... that's Because that's why I went straight back into boarding afterwards when I graduated. I was, I was like... Say, imagine going from 
Naji being you lived there your life for four yeah. years yeah and then all of a sudden leaving that day that you left like you must have it was pretty like been crushing. all the everyone who graduates high school and obviously has a strong connection some people may not have a strong connection as others but i know <laughs> for a lot of pointing at myself yes. here <laughs> i want to get out for, she was running. i'm running down those body driveways for for a lot of the for a lot of the guys i know especially at nudgy um that whole sense of like, and I feel like it's yeah. a thing going to an all boys boarding school or an all boys school at least. Like you develop mm. that real sense of mateship, and it's like obviously yes. that'll continue way beyond your graduation wow. years. But that day that you leave, it's like you know it's not over, but it just feels but like it's over. Is. I know it's like that happens in several other places in life. Like if you leave a job, or of if you get like like move if a family countries. like move countries, or like but. if someone in your family passes away, or if like yeah. a friend gets married or something, it's like oh this the is the end. Change. No more nights out with the boys. It's like okay, he has a, <laughs> yeah. he has a life now. It's like oh okay. But, yeah. um, it was yeah. It's like that whole sense of like it's not to quote Tony Stark here. Part of the journey is the end. So <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Shakira is a very big Marvel fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I yeah. think we already know. We but, yeah, it's like that whole sense of knowing that. The journey isn't really over. It's more so just another step on the way to becoming who you are as a person. I think it's like... I kind mm. of never understood it because it feels like, you know, going back to Nudgy, I'm going to talk about it, but it feels like most boys who leave are really sad and have nothing but good things to say about it. Yeah. But I honestly think that that's such a testimony to how much that meant to you and how, mm. you know, mm. communal of a place it was or how, like... It's very true. How much it... Im- influenced your life for those yeah. years growing up and like the most influential years of your life 14 yeah, to what exactly. when you graduated 17 18 17, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um when you left so did you stay connected to that most definitely yeah i as soon as i graduated obviously i went back to working boarding i was coaching um were you living there at the time i was yes yeah. so yeah. At, whilst i was oh, yeah, working in boarding i <laughs> i wasn't being paid so the gig was <laughs> it's like okay we'll We'll supply you with like accommodation, Wi-Fi, mm. gym access, food, all the yeah. all the kit and caboodle, and then you just have to work fourteen hours a week, and then that's all yours. It's like okay, that's sweet. Good, it yeah. was good, but like it, no, really. ever since I I quit Nudgy the, at the start of this year because they were I I wasn't paying. Obviously, the broke uni man, the broke uni student mentality was really getting to me. It's like okay, I really need to get the, the money. <laughs> so I was like, okay, if I if I say goodbye to Nudgy for the time being, I really want to go back there sometime soon. Obviously, as a paid staff member. Um, but I was like, okay, I'll say goodbye to them for now. But like, ever since I've been doing my education degree, it's like what I was doing last year, like working with those kids and like understanding how, how they are, like their cultural backgrounds and like how they can learn. Obviously you don't teach whilst you're a boarding supervisor, but like you can, I still like tutored kids. Like mental. Yeah. It's like, Mm. it's, it's mental. It's all up in the head. It's like, if you have, so long as you can establish like good relationships, not just with kids, but like with everybody in the yeah. community, it's like you'll be golden. Like you'll be sweet. So long as you like, if you, it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. Obviously, yes. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like? Do you find that for like so so for people who are chopping and changing in their life a lot? Mm. Um, for like uni students, for, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what degree I want to do? <laughs> <laughs> no, come do education. That's honestly. a totally different idea. <laughs> Um, Uh, No, but for, I guess, like, kids who are finding it really hard to adapt to new environments all the time, whether that be they're moving, like, schools or states, even countries, houses, what do you think um, is kind of the best advice? Like, I know you you kind of said, like, before, not cut out the motions, that sounds terrible, but... (laughs) Put your focus into something Something else. Living in the moment. Living in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, instead of, like, 
yeah, being grateful for what you have yeah, and like exactly. the others who are around you. It's yeah. like, don't dwell on the past. Don't dwell on the mistakes that you have made. Because I did that a lot throughout high school. Um, like there was a point in year 12. It's like, obviously when my parents, I, when I found out that my parents were getting divorced, it's like, okay, on that day I failed my driver's test. I found out my parents getting divorced and I got like the worst OP prediction I could possibly think of. So I was like, Damn. okay, that was probably the that's lowest, a, the lowest a, point. It was a really a, shitty day. That's Sorry. A, that's a horrible day. It was a really bad day. <laughs> yeah. But like from then on, I was just like, okay, well, Hey, relax, Frankie. Um, yeah. from, that, from then on, I was just like, okay, well, this is in the past. Like, I can oh work God. back from this. Like, there's always things that you can do to work back from your mistakes. Like, yeah. everyone makes mistakes. You learn from what you from your mistakes and you can just soldier on from there. But, like, that whole idea of what you were talking about before, about resilience and whatnot mm-hmm. and, like, having that kind of mentality is, like, if you live in the moment, then you can really focus on what's happening in the future. Like, if you do on yeah. the past, then you're not going to move on to what's happening in exactly. the future. Exactly. And you yeah. can essentially sink or swim whenever you're faced with, like, challenges in life. Mm-hmm. Like, you can... Exactly. The dwelling. You can think, oh, my gosh, I'm never going to get past this. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. You get into that snowball mentality yeah. of this and that. Or you can go... Everything else just piles up and it's like, well, if you just, like... If you just think, what's the best that I can do? Pin it. And put then a just pin in it. Never come back to it. No. And you essentially. <laughs> you, you essentially went, what is the best opportunities? Like, yeah, what are the best can I, I can make out of these opportunities? Take, yeah. take advantage or make effective use of what you're provided with. Yeah. Like, for me, that, that whole idea of like, oh, throughout high school, I became very religious and I still am quite religious to this day. Yeah, no, was that um, from high school? <laughs> Well, yes. Yeah. yes. Only, when you went to Only in high school. Like before, before Hanaji, I was like, oh yeah, you know, religion this Whatever. and that. But then, like, obviously, because it's a Catholic school, um, and you were so, I was like, I was like invested yet. in that school. So okay, okay, I really feel like that turning point with religion. People are like, oh, it's the whole debate between science and religion. It's like I honestly think religion was the biggest thing, um, that was like a driving factor in my senior year. Uh, like even just whilst I was at Hanaji as well, it's like whilst. Well, yeah, whilst I was, like, I did, like, lots of community service and whatnot, um, not because I was, like, as a punishment or anything, uh, I did it, like, like, out of, obviously, almost, like, it's, like, charitable, um, you know, helping those people, like, we did activities and we went to, like, go cook barbecues for the homeless people yeah. just to, like, give back to them in areas that they needed it the most. Big it's like, Brecky? Yeah, Big, big Brecky. Brecky. Yeah, yeah St. Readers do that Saint as well. Readers. Yeah, I, yeah, did, we I did it a couple of times with St. Readers. It literally fills, it fills up... Like five minutes mm. within the sheet comes out, mm. fills up. All the girls want to do it because it's yeah. it's you know, they do it once. Yeah, like if you like, I did it so much to the point where it's like, I'm still really good friends with the people who run that program. Yeah. Like even yeah. the teachers as well. Like I got to know them on a first name, but obviously it's cool. You don't really know people. You don't really call people by their first name basis yeah. as a student. But like as I became a staff member and as I saw everyone around, whilst I was coaching everything, like. Oh, Mr. Smith turned into oh, hey, Steve, and what you're doing weird? and everything. That must be so it weird. did feel really at weird at the time, but at that. the at that point, I was just like, okay, well, you can really kind of like understand. It's like you've made that kind of pilgrimage to move on from being a student to now being someone who is a bit more respected in the community. Mm-hmm. Not that you weren't respected mm-hmm. before. Like, there's a little bit yeah, more yeah, like yeah, expectancy yeah. of you. Like, okay, because I got a real mental shock when I was going like to be staff member in boarding like I was still in that mindset it's like oh yeah I'm, I'm still with the boys and whatnot. still and one like, of the boys yeah I'm still one yeah, of the boys, boys and like the kids and I then was, you're like I'm actually staff yeah I was still acting um, like one of them like a, like a student where it's like and then I got I thought to myself it's like okay what if like I'm like this forever like mm. if I if I have this same kind of mentality like if I don't change like I, I'm fully embraced change everything about like life change happens in life and everything just happens for a reason yeah yeah, yeah. I've like, like before I've, I've embraced change it's like 
okay, we'll change it inevitable, so you may as well embrace it. So I thought to myself, okay, especially in this kind of situation I'm in at the moment, if you can't, like, adapt to the scenery that you're in at the moment, then you're not going to succeed as well as you would have if you mm. did adapt. Mm-hmm. That's, like, in, like, every kind of thing in life. Yeah. Like, same thing when I was moving countries. Like, I wouldn't... I would have adapted to a different, like, language or a different culture if I moved there. I can't dwell on the same... Uh, on the culture I just lived in if I'm moving to a new one. So... It was like that whole thing of like, okay, I'm not a student anymore. I'm a staff member. I'm like, I'm becoming an adult. There's like mm-hmm. more responsibility that's on my shoulders, more expectancy of what I'm going to be as a person. But it's growth. In the future. Like, it's growth, yeah. yeah. yeah it's exactly. not like, it's not like negative growth. It's, it's not, like, no. it's all positive because you can really like, gain an understanding. Exactly. And, you, and you, you learn different things for different roles in your life. So um, going into that like position of a staff member mm. I mean you would have learnt so much within oh, like months yeah but um I actually I didn't even mean to do this but now I'm really interested I really want to touch on like your if you don't mind like your religious kind of background or not your how you got into it because I completely forgot that I guess Nudgy kind of brought that out of you yeah before you went to Nudgy you am I correct saying you were like you were kind of atheist completely I wouldn't say I. Uh, like, were you are you a fan? Yeah, as, as an atheist, my my father is an atheist, and yeah. my sister is is also an atheist. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother is a Catholic as well, so she kind of like embraced the Catholic side of me as well. She's like, oh, we'll send him to a Catholic boarding yeah. school, like that'll mm-hmm. kind of like you know embrace it. Um, yeah. the family isn't, but mum isn't like a heavy Catholic. Like, she doesn't go to church every Sunday, yeah. and like you know, praise be to God every now and then. But like, <laughs> she still, yeah, she still like believes. It's like okay, well, like. She yeah. doesn't like live by the Ten Commandments or whatnot. She yeah. still has. She still like has that kind of mindset. It's like, okay, well, this is like, you know, do stuff that's morally correct. Yeah, and right by the book and whatnot. Because even all the boys in like in Nudgy, I, I might be wrong when assuming this, but I don't think a lot of them have like strong faith, no, right? No. So was it a specific person that you met? Like, was it a mentor or a teacher or someone in the church? Like. Was there someone, a pastor, like someone who you really connected with that made you? I really want to know where it came from. Like it wasn't necessarily it, so one specific point. person. It was no. more just like one night we were going to mass and the general conception, obviously mass usually is on Sunday mornings, but for boarding school we have it on Sunday nights because we have, we have like busy weekends and stuff mm. with assignments and we have like recreation activities that we go on every now and then. But um, the first mass I went to, I was just like, everyone's, the general consensus is like, oh, mass Ugh, no one wants to go to mass i'd rather play games on my phone or whatnot but it's like i kind of had that mentality it's like well if everyone is like despising mass then why do they keep doing it it's like okay well if the teachers see it, it's like oh just do it if we don't care as teachers if they don't care about it then what's the point of doing it but for me it really kind of like opened up a whole new world of opportunity and like passion for me like it offered me a source to put like time and devotion into and like the Reflect. more yeah like the more hold like like I used to pray a fair bit I still do every now and then but like the more like time that I could reflect and like really kind of value like the gifts that I have and like I've got an amazing girlfriend I have incredible friends an amazing family um I'm blessed to have a really amazing job uh blessed to be doing very well at uni shout out to my uni mates if you're listening um and just everything in my life obviously everything is a gift and you just can't take anything for granted in life which is which is another really important life lesson that I've learned the hard way um, so do you think religion helped you be more like internal, reflective, <coughs> and like, grateful? Yeah, grateful. Open more opportunities and like exactly. become more grateful of the things, like yeah. not take certain things for granted. Like I would have, um, there was a friend that I used to have at school. He's not, he didn't, he left Nudgy before he graduated. Um, and he was like, 
he kind of like he was like you know the like the underdog he's like the shy guy it's like okay well i'd always try and like include him and like ask him how his day was going and everything and like it really like at um are you saying religion brought that like you learned kind of sort of yeah it it learned me to be a little bit more like compassionate and whatnot like a little bit more inclusive um we were talking about one of our good friends, Hamish Munt, um, he has... Shout out to him. Has, shout out to you, Hamish. Um, I'll give you $10 if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> and no one tell him. <laughs> we were talking about how I'm very envious of the ability that he has to make just... He can... If so, if he's having a conversation with somebody and he's like... He yeah, can like out of... Mm-hmm. Eyes in the back of his head, he can see someone off in the corner just on their phone, you know, missing somebody or whatnot, like not really being involved in the group he has the ability to like just mm. grapple them into the group and like include yeah, them in the conversation that's one of the most inconclusive sorry in, what is it called inclusive Inclu- that's what <laughs> you said conclusive but um it's one of the best traits you can have isn't yeah it? being like the whole i the whole trait of like being inclusive i feel like that really important um and then like once the, once this guy left he was like i just want really want to say thank you for like always like being inclusive and like checking up on me every mm. now and then because like obviously you know no one knows you by face value it's like the whole uh the whole guy fork situation for those of you who don't know guy fork he was the bloke that put on a mask and he always <coughs> to like hide his true face and hide who he was as a person um i didn't know i didn't know he was guy fox is actually yeah, it's guy quite fox a, guy fox he's guy a really Fawkes. it's a really kind of interesting like phenomenon but like i always say it to like me and my sister, we have this thing. It's like don't don't be a guy fox. It's like don't put a mask on and like cover up who you are as a person. Show who you are. It's like some yeah. Yes! Some some people may be like, oh yeah, I'll I'll put on this mask and be this person. I'm not too like impress people at parties or yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. I'll like you know put on like a really nice outfit that I never wear to impress this one girl and get at a party. It's like well. If you're going to do that, once you, like, achieve the certain goal that you're trying to get and you, you go back to being yourself, you're, like, you can't do no. it because it's going to be a mental challenge for you to kind of, like, uphold yeah. that, which yeah. is going to be incredibly difficult. So if you're... Yeah. It's just more, like, rewarding if you're yourself majority of the time. And it's think, like I think it's, like, tiring if you were to be mm. someone else because oh, yeah. think about it. You attract people in your life. Yeah, you're by what you meant to put be out there. in the world. You probably attract opportunities in your life yeah. that you're not supposed to be getting. Like, being someone you're not is the worst way to go because then it's years after Mm. you have to make up for the friends that aren't your true friends yeah that don't know who you truly are (laughs) um etc etc um so we just had to pause it for a little bit just because um hamish was blowing his nose and i I think i got a little bit in anyways (laughs) that's fine (laughs) but yeah no i totally agree because i remember one time Someone told me that apparently you have, like, three masks for, you know, friends, family, and yourself. Mm. That scares me. But I'm, like, I was thinking, I was, like, I don't have a mask. No, like, I've very... gotten to the point where I'm, like, I could not care less. <laughs> I... Like, what you see is a version of myself, and then slowly you open. It's not technically a mask. I'm not someone I'm not, like, someone okay. I'm not truly. I've just, like... Depends on what filter I have on. Yeah, what mood? <laughs> like, I'm still yeah, myself. you're still yourself in every way. It's just some things you wouldn't share with certain people. A hundred percent. But that's it's it. still yourself. But then you're that's still being just, yourself. I mean, that's also just, if you, some things you just don't choose to share with, yeah. with most people. And yeah. I think that's fine. That's fine. But um, It's not putting on a mask and being someone you're not. Exactly. No. It's like me turning up to a party and, you know, <laughs> being really loud. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm the loud one at the party. No. Oh, oh no, you're not. She... Or getting really smashed. How, how many being... drinks, Dan? <laughs> you two. Two drinks. Two. <laughs> no, that's exactly. But yeah, you can... no, I completely agree with I, you. I also think, kind of relating it. Oh, oh that one. It's like the French mark. Yeah, it's like, um, right. What's it called? Guy F- ah, V for V for Vendetta. That's the one. Great movie that. I've, it freaks me out. Really? Okay. Yeah. Is, it a, is it a thriller? Horror? I don't know. <laughs> it's a rebellion thing. Sorry. Right. Oh, so so watch it. So so watch it. I'm a big Star Wars fan, so Natalie Portman's like an idol. <laughs> Queen, is she Not princess? as much as you and McGregor. <laughs> I know, him and you and McGregor. Yeah, yeah. Why can't I speak? Yeah. You and McGregor. Even yeah, with, icon. Even the friendship thing, like, even relating it back to that as well. Yeah. You can't, if you're moving all the time and you're trying to connect with heaps of people, not you even can't friendships, connect. Yeah, you but can. just even, like, people in different you mm. can't put on a mask. Like, no. you can't because you only have a certain mm. amount of time to yeah. get to know those people. And I feel like that's, that's, like, due to the fact that I was always that my family was always moving around and like mm. going to different communities and whatnot I that's kind of like what's what's made me like quite a like open person today like I yeah. don't hide many things from many people I'm very open when I talk yeah. to people it's like obviously yes. I spoke to you guys at, yes, <laughs> yes I spoke to you guys about my parents getting divorced and whatnot Um, and like I speak I honestly I will not hold my issues in all the time like I will 100% voice them but like even just like becoming like an outgoing person is like introducing yourself like in uni everyone's like we were talking before how Ifra and Shakira are jealous that I have such a big friend group at uni because I'm doing education and mm. it's just because like everyone I feel like a lot of people who a lot of people who are doing education not everybody but a fair few people have like had like experiences with like a lot of different cultures and whatnot so they have the ability to like go people and like just start a random conversation with I was, people I was just about to say you can like talk to people of all ages and all mm. backgrounds because your whole life growing up and yeah. especially being to. a nudgy you've had to talk that, to teachers that really like kind that of skill. yeah the kind of small world that you get from um the kind of small world that it's a really tiny world it's like oh you can mention like start a conversation my good friend jasmine if you're listening she her father is also working in indonesia as well so no the first uni class that we had together i said uh uh, again, I said Tara Makasi, thank you in Indonesian, and she goes sama sama, which means you're welcome in Indonesian. Whoa, I'm, like, whoa. I'm like, I'm like, how do you know what that means? And she goes, oh, my dad works in Indonesia. I go, no way. And she goes, yeah. I was That's like, oh, so my bond, instant bond. So like, <laughs> the the again, the whole thing with like being an expat, um, you know, like the world is so small. Like you can like yeah. find like the smallest thing. The one thing that my mother can do all the time is like she can run to people she knows like all the time. Like she has something in common with them, common with them. Yeah, um, she's she, really good at keeping a connection so, yeah some yeah. kind of like which i feel like i try and do all the time like i try and keep a connection with my mates from high school or yeah. like people who i used to live in different countries with so I, was like, I always try to like maintain that connection um which i feel could be important again was in life it's who you know not what you know yeah majority sure. of the time but like obviously obviously you do need to test what you know but oftentimes you don't get where you are in life without knowing certain yeah, people it's all about connection it really is, it really yeah. is. and being able to connect to other people's probably i would say like the best trait you can have Yo, nowadays. definitely so and it's like all those things that you went through growing yeah. up i mean made you that person it's so so important because exactly. it's just such a weird lifestyle yeah. i've been in the same house for 19 <laughs> years of my life no, <laughs> you know and and we've like, not yeah we've went to one primary school went to one high school stop praying <laughs> poor frankie's being lined up do you know what i want to but yeah so this uh, <laughs> lifestyle is just like so weird to me yeah and I just, that's, I don't know. it's so interesting to me it because is. i'm like i feel so 
like listening to all this and listening to all the things that you've gone through, I honestly yeah. just feel so um, like. What's mm-hmm. the opposite of culture? <laughs> like decultured? Mm-hmm. Like what's the like? I no no yeah basic just basic. I just feel basic. That's the whole thing. Like you you I may go travel. you may oh, like awesome. you may feel like that, but it's like the, it's the same thing. When I learned about different people's cultures, mm-hmm. when I travelled overseas and stuff, it's like mm-hmm. they're like, oh wow, your culture is so different to mine. It's like, well, that doesn't mean that yours is any less significant than what yeah, mine is. It's like yeah. everyone's culture is different and beautiful and unique, as is every different person in their own way. Yeah. Um. Everyone has their <laughs> their own traits and characteristics and personality that makes them who they are. And that's like culture. And yeah. that's it's the same thing for culture. Same thing for like businesses, schools. Yeah. Every everything has some kind of significant difference that defines it from other th- the other things and. I keep saying yeah. this to people all the time whenever Shakira's like, oh, I don't think, I don't look good or whatnot. It's like, you're I so beautiful. Like, everyone is beautiful and unique and incredible in their own way. Especially you, Shakira. Try to make me sound insecure. <laughs> Jesus. Everyone. Everyone. Traveling in the future. Oh god, yeah. Okay. And where to? Where everywhere. would you go? Everywhere. Everywhere. I've, everywhere. I've always had this fixation. I really want to go to Canada. Oh, Canada oh, seems like the place I to agree. be. Let's go to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> the third wheel trip with me. Along <laughs> to Canada. No, Hamish is third wheel. <laughs> true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> no, uh, Shakira's third wheel. Frankie, no. Ifra and I would be out exploring the the wilderness, and Shakira will be at home in like six blankets. <laughs> It's so, so me, but it's so true. Okay, just we, because I we, can't we, hold my heat but, does not mean I'm going to be inside with six blankets. But we bring her back a, a little hot chocolate <laughs> yeah. and, a, and a croissant. She'd be happy. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be watching Marvel. Watching movies the whole time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. So, Canada... Canada was two other places. I really yeah. want to go to Europe. Europe's um, so fun. Because you've been to, we were saying yeah, before, you've been, been to Europe. Europe. You've been through all Asia. Yeah, I want to go yeah. Southeast Asia. So you need to swap. Yeah, we need to swap. Oh my I'm going to go through Africa as well. Big yes. one for me would yes. be probably Spain. I really want to go to Spain. Oh, really? Why is that? Yeah. yeah, football basically. <laughs> oh, and like, my God. the architecture in Spain as <laughs> it's well. Gorgeous. It's amazing. Yes. The country itself is beautiful. I'm a very big football fan. I was well because yeah. I was football. Uh, Isn't that Real Madrid? So, uh, Madrid is the capital of Spain. Yes, and yeah. Real and Madrid is, is one of player. is one of the many teams. So no, it's a team. So, so what you're saying is you're going to bring Shakira in a football world tour? Yeah. <laughs> Chase the really. I, would, my, I, I would, was going to say. You know what? I have one thing over Hamish. <laughs> is that that I have seen a live football <gasps> um, you, game? What, in Europe? Oh, not in Europe. No. <laughs> Take the L. <laughs> Take the L. As in, like, in, uh, the super How many countries have you lived in? Oh, yeah. One. <laughs> One. Mm. I've, I've never been to a football, football game. It's so cool. It's really cool. It's so fun. They have these massive drums. It's like nudgy <gasps> I know, first I... games, but on steroids. I've been it's showed... really cool. It, off topic, but it's insane how dedicated the fans are. Yeah, oh, it's so insane, cool, insane, isn't it? Yeah. Like I did not know the extent. I thought yeah. I thought Australian fans. It's like were ten thousand. No, it's like twenty thousand people in this stadium. <laughs> we're going, yeah, yeah. Like, wow, huge posters, yeah, coordinated drums like, everywhere. That's so it's cool. cool. <laughs> it really, yeah. really is a cult. <laughs> do and you want to travel, Shakira? Yes, you do. Oh What's yeah, your top place. Yeah, am I? To- oh, I'd love to visit Egypt. There's just something about Egypt. <laughs> 
I always love. I hear stories Egypt. because a lot of my dad's mates worked in Egypt in the mines, and it's like it's not as Be- not as spectacular <laughs> as it seems. Not not knocking Egypt, yeah. but like you There's know, if we have Egypt. any Egypt listeners, <laughs> Egypt listeners from Egypt, we are sorry. No, I just want. I'd love to. You'd love just, to go to Egypt, yeah, yeah and. Uh, Greece, I think, as well. I wanna, I wanna ride through the Netherlands. I just feel it's like so Netherlands cool. Are, Netherlands is so fun. Oh, it's it's, it's really pretty. Another big one for me is Greece. I really oh, Greece is really cool. Yeah. Like on a Mamma Mia style, Mama like on a Mia's... random island. <gasps> I'm ready. Oh, ready. Guys, it's, there's a lot to come. Ash, shout out to you. <laughs> shout We're out do to it you. Her. Doing the Mamma Mia trip. <laughs> Yes, oh my god. Thank you. I thank you. Learned, yeah. I genuinely learned so, so much. You are so yeah. welcome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thanks for being thank on you the for podcast. to me ramble about my childhood. <laughs> That's, no, it's literally so eye-opening. Um, thank you yeah. so much. Thanks for being, for being on, on the podcast, yeah. Hamish. You're welcome. Finally have been invited onto this podcast. Oh. It's there. After 12 weeks. Yeah, you haven't listened to a single one, so you don't get to play. He's listened to the first. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll listen to this one. I'm the biggest supporter. I'm the you biggest are the biggest supporter, <laughs> but just haven't. Mm. But that's okay. I get to hear all the ideas. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fair. Thanks but for listening, But yes, guys. Thanks, thanks for listening. Hope your week's going super well. We have uni holidays coming up. Uni so holidays. Everyone's smashing through exams. I hope yeah. you're all doing okay. Please don't get too stressed. And we're going to plan some exciting things. Plan some exciting things. Big and things coming. Big things big coming. Things absolutely big coming. Big fish. Little Blue ponds. Yeah. <laughs> wrong way. <laughs> it's a wrong way around. Anywho. Anywho. Who let me on this one? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you, guys. See ya. Bye.